Many real estate agents across Australia confidently refer Property Insurance Plus to their clients as they recognise the price and benefit value of their policy combined with the client-focused service they deliver. They offer a comprehensive building and landlord insurance facility and have formed a powerhouse to present the very best in investment property insurance. Contact PIP today to find out more. Collective is a leading platform supporting collaboration, not competition, for an online community and events throughout the year with one purpose, to create happier property managers. The PM Collective creates connections for property managers looking to create momentum within their careers and personal life. Join me and my guests as we discuss challenges, struggles, mental health, mindset, and give advice to property managers and anyone in the industry. To find out more about our memberships, visit pmcollective.com.au. Today, we have Lisa Gray from Affordable Staffing joining us today. Lisa, thanks for coming on board. Well, thank you, Ashley. Thank you for inviting me. So what um, I want to know first, just because I haven't um, spoken to you before, can you just give me a little bit of a history like with you? Have you been in real estate before? You haven't been? Just give me a brief rundown of um, where where you are now in your career. Sure. I have always, since joining the corporate world, been in a, a customer-facing or customer experience-focused role. I entered into the real estate space about 15 years ago, and I started by joining a fairly reputable company uh, in the utility connection space. So I was working with Direct Connect for quite a few years and uh, really got to know the real estate industry uh, and the varying different moving parts between sales and property management. I've had a couple of roles in, in similar service-based products or services, if you like. And then uh, very, very fortunate to join the team at a very opportune time, given the last couple of years in uh, offering virtual assistance through affordable staff. So I, is that, so that's your specialty, BAs? It certainly is, yes. Okay. And um, I'm just going to ask questions because I'm curious. Your staff, um, BAs that you've got, they Australian-based or do you have overseas BAs? What does that look like? So we actually uh, own a a building over in the Philippines and it's in Boracay. And I have had the description given to me of it's like the Bali to Australia. We are the the Bali of of the Philippines. So we've been fortunate enough to secure a business or a building within Boracay. And uh, I think we've ventured over the 500 mark as far as staff in that that business. A vast majority of them, whilst virtual assistance does it is, there's a place for it in almost every business in every single industry. We have aligned ourselves uh, over the, the last few years to specialise in real estate more in depth uh, within property management. Yeah, and I mean, I've seen people do research with BAs overseas and they've always come back down to the Philippine culture and um, then providing the best support when it comes to real estate support. So definitely um, a favourite there. Now, I've used VAs before in the past personally and I've had a really great experience and the only reason why we uh, stopped using it was at a request for my staff. They really liked the control of doing everything themselves. But in fairness, we also, I don't believe as a business, managed our VA correctly. They did a fantastic job. Um, and he was really good. It was sad for me to let him go. But what I failed in doing is making them part of a team as well. And I feel like that is so important in the culture 
for them to be a staff member. And I think that you can quite like to even be present on Zoom at your staff meetings and that they want to be part of it. Where my mentality and I'm wrong in this thinking is treating it just like a, a VA and not as a person. So that was my um, my flaw and uh, I definitely would do things differently. Well, how do you find that? Is that common or? Absolutely, Ashley, you have hit the nail right on the head. Whenever I'm integrating a new staff member uh, with a client, I always emphasize the fact that it's really important to treat this person as if you have recruited them directly. We do offer a fully managed business or service. So all of that, I call it the HR headaches, are looked after through our service. But as far as internally, treat that person as if you have recruited them directly. The closer the relationship or the more that both local team and your offshore team feel like they're all working for the same business and having the same objectives, the better the outcome. And I suppose my role in supporting the business and the integration of the new staff member is just to make sure that the communication is very much up to scratch. I always say to new clients that if you were to recruit someone yourself and they were restricted to working from home and you assigned them a set of tasks and then never spoke to them for the rest of the week, the success of that placement is probably unlikely to be very favorable. Having a virtual assistant within the business is no different. I actually have two VAs that work personally for me and every single morning we jump onto Teams and they say good morning. It did start with the very pleasant, good morning, Lisa. Now I actually get quite funny emojis. Today I've actually had a Taco Tuesdays and they let me know when they're stepping away from their desk for a coffee or their lunch break and throughout the day we chat. Typically a virtual assistant, when they do have to check in with the client and ask a question, it is typically a very quick question or a reassurance that they've they've done something correctly. So having an instant chat option for communication is definitely favorable. Email is always very good, but I'm sure that we can all agree that within the property management space, our inbox can be quite inundated. So to have an alternate communication path for a VA to have that quick question, then it's certainly something that we suggest when we're integrating and setting up a new team member. Yeah, excellent. That's actually a really good way of doing it is to bring them into your normal group chat that you would have with your staff. I mean, and these days VAs are no different to some property managers. If I'm going to be completely honest, a property manager who's doing trust accounting at home or property management at home, yes, I mean, there's not really much of a difference between a VA and you, really, is there? (laughs) Absolutely not. And it's funny, every single state within Australia has different reasons for contacting affordable staff. Every day, and I no word of a lie, every day I have a new person that I'm talking to about virtual assistance and how they can perhaps benefit from having a VA enter their business. So the Eastern Seaboard, they've certainly been hit uh, quite hard over the last couple of years with COVID and the varying different restrictions. So a lot of those challenges that they have faced has been working out how to communicate with each other, changing varying different systems or processes and procedures based on the new environment and the new world that we're working in. So having a virtual assistant integrated into the, the new way that we're working, it's certainly not uh, not a huge journey to overcome in the way it used to be perceived many, many years ago. And you're 100% right. The amount of businesses that I talk to where they've already got existing team members with either a shared work environment and some people having Monday, Tuesday in the office, Wednesday, Thursday working from home, having the uh, work-life balance is certainly becoming a little bit more the norm. Yeah. Um, The VAs, do they work in an office or do they work from home as well? Like what does their work-life balance look like? Absolutely. Great question. We have 
500 plus staff at the moment. And uh, based on our growth over the last 12 to 18 months, that's certainly not slowing. So we have had density limits in the Philippines, very similar to some of the density limits that have been placed over the last couple of years in varying different places of Australia. That has started to ease. So we do have, I'm going to say, our more senior staff that don't have the need for all of the support that they have within the office. They have transitioned to working from home. Within the course of the next couple of months, as density limits do lift within the Philippines, we will have those team members return to the office. But initially, every single team member or those that do have uh, the need or for the extra support that's available to our team within our building, then we certainly encourage them to all be there. Yeah. Okay, great. Now, if I came to you and I said, Lisa, you called me up and said, Ash, do you need some VA support? And I would say to you, I just don't have the time to even think about training somebody. What would your response be to me? So firstly, I would let you know, or I talk you through our onboarding process. Now, given that we have been in the property management space for many years now, we actually have a very easy way to integrate a new virtual assistant into common systems. Very familiar with the everyday property management uh, trust accounting systems. So when I ask a client, uh, what does it look like? What would you like some help with? What's going to alleviate the most pressure? Typically, it's talking to some of the tasks that are within the property tree or console systems. We've got a lot of workflows pre-built ready to demonstrate to a new client. We customize these workflows to reflect exactly how you do things. Our model is very much sticking to how you do it, where you do it, when you do it. All I'm simply doing is integrating a team member to follow these processes. So within our onboarding process, we capture how you do things, when you do things. And then we have this manual created for the virtual assistant to use as a guide. That being said, for the first two, three, four weeks, your VA is going to have a question. They're very similar to integrating a new team member. Uh, I always say that we want them to learn everything once and learn it properly. So to have those quick chats, as I've mentioned, just to be able to get that reassurance on we've captured things correctly, the VAs understood the workflows that we've put in front of them, then we do want them to be able to follow your processes. So whilst there is going to be a little bit of uh, coaching or training, I'd like to say that our onboarding process and what we have ready to demonstrate to new clients is certainly going to aid to that integration. It sounds like you've sort of already got the basics, like the foundations, and then that just gets tweaked as per our office processes. Yes. 100%. So everybody's got different bolt-ons, I say. Typically, you've got uh, one of three or four different options when it comes to the, the trust accounting or property management system. Then there are different options for what you use for applications, for signing of lease agreements, even for what systems do you use to upload for your social media content. So they're the bolt-ons that whilst I would say that we have a level of expertise, it's around customizing and adding the relevant bolt-on that's for your business. Yeah, perfect. What are the common tasks you find the most common way that a VA is used in an office? Great question. Varying different states have different needs. I would say that the common, one of the more common tasks is definitely the, the lease agreement or rent review process. When we actually look and dissect that process, about 70% of start to finish for a lease renewal with a rent re review is actually administration. So if you're looking at what tasks actually tie the property manager to the desk, there's a lot that can be outsourced to be passed on to your new administration assistant. When I'm talking with a new client, I do ask them to assess what they do every day 
and to label things as high value or low value. A high value task would be of best value for that person to be doing that task. So in property management, it would be anything that's to do with building or maintaining the relationship with the client. A low value task would be things like doing data entry or drafting a lease agreement. And that's where we start to define what is best to remain with the property manager and what's best for the business, whether it be maintaining the database or whether it's growing the database. And then everything that's a low value task is definitely something that you can pass on to a new admin assistant. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Today's wonderful sponsor is Property Assist WA. Shannon and her team are really committed to assisting property managers' workload by assisting them with outsourcing services like routine inspections, final bond inspections and property condition reports. Keep your property managers doing what they love and outsource the things they don't to a company that thrives on positive feedback and guarantees a premium personalised service with a smile. The vision of Property Assist WA is to make a difference to the quality and perception of property managers, enabling you to keep your clients happy whilst improving the efficiency of your staff. I like that. I think that if someone was feeling quite overwhelmed with their role at the moment, that's a really good initial exercise to do with your high value and your low value and then go, okay, this is the low value tasks and these are the ones that we need the assistance with. I think that would be a fantastic first exercise for people to do. Do you see, this is maybe a bit of a controversial question, but I hear of some agencies where their business plan is to have one property manager potentially managing five or 600 properties and then have the rest VAs. Is that like, do you think that's overdoing it or do you think that's actually really a very smart decision that we're seeing that we might see come up a bit more? I definitely have conversations with agencies or offices regularly around virtual assistants and how they are best placed within their business. And there is very much, after placing a new virtual assistant, there is common feedback around this VA being the most reliable staffing person they have within their business. So I certainly think that there's going to be a need and there there certainly has been uh, the demand for virtual assistants. But real estate and property management is definitely about people and it's about relationships. So a recent case where I had, uh, in fact, a WA-based agency contact me and let me know that there was a number of staff members taking a lot of sick leave and they saw that as a bit of a telltale sign that there may have be some upcoming movement. So they had a fairly expansive portfolio for property managers and they decided to place a VA behind each of those property managers. There was an assistant locally also. So I think in this instance, and a lot of businesses, when we're talking about it, it's around mitigating their risk when it comes to staff turnover. And it's also around making sure that they're able to have the property managers doing the tasks or the portion of the tasks that they really enjoy doing. We want to make sure that they're doing things that they enjoy doing and that really do warrant their skill set. So I do think that when we look at going back to the high and low value tasks, the virtual assistant really should, integrating a virtual assistant, the objective should be to make the day-to-day workings of a property manager as easy as possible. I've got many cases where successfully placed VAs have actually made the property management department a lot more relaxed. They're able to be proactive not reactive, which I think if we make that change, some of the uh, unfortunate situations or frustrating situations that we find ourselves in could potentially be avoided. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just 
jotting down some notes of the top um, reasons for having the VAs. And I think, you know, like you said, it's definitely making the job easier or can make the job easier for property managers. It can allow for the property managers to have a high touch service. It mitigates your, like you said, the risk of if a staff member goes, we've still got someone behind the scenes ticking things over, even if it is temporarily, but it doesn't mean that we're losing a staff member and we lose 100% of the tasks. And, you know, of course, it's reducing costs as well, um, which is always good. I'm going to throw another curly one out to you because I hear it and I think that other people might think it and I would love to sort of get a response from you. Do you feel, or what comment would you have to someone who feels that if the more VAs we use, potentially it's not allowing business owners to employ juniors and trainees and build up people from scratch And it's sort of not allowing those young ones maybe to come into the industry because we're potentially replacing them with a VA option. So it is something that I do think about and I'm a little bit mixed with my thought process on it, but I do feel like, you know, we want to encourage young juniors in and I'm just not seeing as many young juniors. So what would your sort of comment be around that statement? I'm going to say that Virtual assistants will potentially open that window to be a little bit wider. I'm going to say that majority of the people that contact affordable staff, they want to have that uh, new injection of fresh new people wanting to enter the space. And I think the last couple of years with COVID, we've had a lot of uh, very, very good people leave the industry just from being burnt out. So there is certainly a focus on making sure that we're having the, the replenishment of new people coming into the industry. A lot of businesses are hoping that through integrating a virtual assistant to have all of the necessary mundane everyday tasks looked after behind the scenes with that cost-effective solution, it will actually allow them. And I've got many placements where we are waiting for the advertised vacancy to be fulfilled with a junior person. So the virtual assistant really is, uh, I'm going to say, potentially allowing for the new people to come in and learn property management. I've actually got a number of agencies where a virtual assistant is available to uh, a portion of their rent roll or their property management space where they are very well, they've got an expertise within property management. Whereas their new entrants, they've got two pods where their new entrants to the property management, they actually have no exposure to the virtual assistants because they're actually wanting them to learn absolutely everything when it comes to property management. That being said, I am finding that there is a lot of businesses that are transitioning back to what I label to be the old task-based property management rather than end-to-end property manager. So I think that the world of property management is certainly changing or has changed in some different areas. We certainly want to encourage the juniors to come through and to start their real estate journey. Uh, Maybe that's learning real estate and property management with the assistance of a virtual assistant. Yeah, that's a really great answer. So instead of me thinking that a VA is a replacement option for a junior, it is um, a VA is a support system for the whole property management department, juniors and seniors, to allow them a healthier workplace, a more enjoyable workplace, and one that they stay in longer and don't get burnt out as quick. That's sort of what I took from that. Is that right? That sounds perfect. I just need, do you know when you just need someone just to, just to answer that for you, it's been sitting and 
sitting with me for so long and I haven't sort of met someone that I could actually ask that question to properly and get like an answer that like just to change my own mindset because you know these questions do come yes. up so thank you for that because um that was that definitely is um is exactly the way that we should be thinking about it the other thing that I just wanted to um find out from you oh gosh it's on the tip of my tongue and I should have written it down if I've got so we, sorry that's right you mentioned task and portfolio so do VAs work better with a more task-based portfolio or would it work if you had a portfolio manager that simply just each morning you know, emailed the VA things to do and tasks to do like ad hoc? Does that work or not really? Is it better to give them set things that they're responsible for and they just look after it? Every business is very different. The one thing that I will always compliment is the VA. I'm going to say culturally, given that they are Philippines-based, they're very, very appreciative of their job. Every morning they walk into the office and they are very excited, ready to get going on today's tasks. They are very task-based driven. So irrespective of the local setup or the local business, they are very set in their ways. They uh, We provide them with the instruction when we are creating that new role with the client in the onboarding process. Uh, there's one thing that a, a virtual assistant will certainly ensure that a structure is followed is anything we put to them, they do it as exactly they're instructed. A lot of the feedback that I get from clients generally around that first month or two is how structured they are, how reliable they are, and how good their attention to detail is. A lot of my clients are uh, very much wanting a nice, clean, compliant database, and the integration of a virtual assistant can certainly have all of our clients on that journey. Absolutely. And we've spoken about the benefit of them in property management, but do we find that you've got a lot of like BDMs that have a VA or business owners that have a VA? That's the thing? Absolutely. Uh, I'm finding more and more sales agents looking for virtual assistants, and I suppose it's come a lot through word of mouth. So yes, you're right. We do certainly specialise in property management and property management's a very easy space for a VA to be inserted just because everything is process. Sales, it's everything's different. Every person is different, but I'm finding that the common things that sales agents or BDMs want some assistance with, it's usually social media, data mining, database cleanup, and the tasks in the sales world is very, very different only because everybody's unique. Everybody's trying to make themselves stand out in a different way. So if you're a sales agent and you are finding yourself bogged down in paperwork or administration that really could be looked after by somebody else, then you'd certainly look at introducing a virtual assistant. But otherwise, it's around, I always ask an agency, have you got anything in the corner of, I really want to get to that one day? Or are you doing something that you'd like to do better? And if it's something that can be looked after by somebody sitting behind a computer, then let's start unpacking that and, and make it VA friendly. Okay. And my last question, and these are all very selfish questions because I think now that I want a VA. So. Um, but the question I've got now is, can you have a VA part-time or does it need to be full-time? Yes, you can have both. So we actually employ all of our virtual assistants full-time. So they all work full-time for affordable staff. They work for their clients uh, either part-time, which is 20 hours per week, and it's a set shift every day, four hours, either morning or afternoon, or they can work for our clients 
full-time, which is 40 hours, uh, 8.30 or 9am start through 5 or 5.30. Now, they do have a part-time option, which means we will be placing a part-time VA with two separate clients. So during my onboarding process, if I think that there is enough work for a VA that's been initially requested as part-time, if I really think that it's this full-time, then I would actually encourage the client to opt into a full-time placement before I place the VA with a second and then they come to me and say, I really like this person. I would like them for extra time. I would encourage them to start at full-time and we can scale them back. Generally, I'm going to say within that the first four to six weeks, you'll get a gauge. It's usually that juncture in time where people start thinking, okay, I've got them doing the top five or top 10 things. And they're starting to look at other sectors of the business that they can alleviate pressure or add value through virtual assistance. So if there is full-time, I'll be encouraging it. But if it's part-time, that's okay too. I can imagine you'd get so many people like, because in my mind, I'm already thinking maybe part-time, but I know that you would look at me and you'd say, Ash, you're dreaming. Like (laughs) you need someone (laughs) full-time. But I can see that happening so much. And I think we also forget that when someone has only those tasks to deal with, there's no interruptions. They just get it done probably so much quicker than what we do with interruptions. We underestimate the the time that's needed. And I can totally see people filling up a full-time position very, very easily. Oh, 100%. And you've hit the nail on the head there. The, the, The virtual assistants, they don't have the office noise that we do within the real estate sector in Australia. They don't have the the chitter chatter about the weekend or the the invitation to come for a coffee. They literally have no distractions. They've only got support. So the efficiencies that I find clients complement, especially when they're new to virtual assistance, is very, very common. Yeah, absolutely. Lisa, thank you so much. I know I threw a few curly questions in for you and um, you answered them like a queen. So thank you. And um, it was really good to find out more like the idea with these podcasts is that if someone doesn't necessarily feel comfortable you know, cold calling you, for example, and just saying, Lisa, can you just give me a bit more information about VAs? The idea is that they can listen to this podcast, find out what you sometimes you would normally in those conversation, um, initial conversations, and then warm them up. So now if they've got any more questions, you know, they can give um, give you a call at Affordable Staffing to, you know, find out a little bit more when it comes to pricing and things like that as well. So can you, um, where's the best way to get in touch with you if someone wants more information? Yeah, sure. Ashley, first, I'd like to say thank you very much for the invitation. It was really lovely to have a chat with you. And for anybody that would like to know some more information, get a, a, some complimentary information, I would love to share with you our virtual assistant list of tasks that we look after within the real estate space. I find that when I leave that with people, they it starts to open their eyes as to the things that virtual assistants can look after. So firstly, I would suggest jumping on our website, uh, which is www.affordablestaff.com.au, or you're welcome to contact me directly with a free chat, 0490 Excellent. And I'll have those links in the um, in the show notes as well. So thank you, Lisa. I'll um, talk to you soon. Thank you, Ashley. ONTAP Plumbing and Gas covers all Perth areas from Mandurah to Two Rocks and has a team of plumbing, drainage and hot water experts. 
They have an amazing reputation for their excellent service and quality workmanship on time, every time. And it is easy to see why they are a favourite to many Perth property managers. Whether you just need some friendly advice or an obligation-free quote, look no further than ONTAP Plumbing and Gas.